Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. Hey there, before we jump into today's topic about the three reasons you want godly character, I wanted to tell you about my No Guilt book club that I absolutely love. It's the only book club that doesn't require you to read the whole book. And per the name of the group, no guilt is allowed. It's a safe space for women to be encouraged and learn from the books I've pre-selected that I know are gonna challenge and inspire. There's no stress, no pressure, and lots of opportunity to grow. This is for busy women that don't feel like they have enough time to work on themselves, but know they want to. Check out the show notes for more info. Okay, let's do this. I'm gonna be honest, I thought it was kind of lame when I saw other podcasters break their podcasts into different parts. I was like, I kind of just want all the information in one. But I was putting today's podcast together and I realized there was way too much like packed into this episode. So I'm learning there's a sweet spot of giving a lot of info, but not too much that it's overwhelming and then nothing sticks. Hence breaking it into two parts. So there you go more info than you probably ever wanted to know, but that's why you're listening to podcasts anyways, right? Okay, so let's jump in. We're gonna talk about character and what it looks like for your character to be unshakable, unbreakable, and unbeatable. And the only way for it to be all of those things is to have godly character. Just to start us out, you need to know something. Integrity is the most important thing to me. This definitely aligns with being a type one on the Enneagram, which is all about being pure and good. When I was a child, it was very important that I was good. Good at being kind, good at listening to the directions, good at doing what I was supposed to. I didn't have to win, I just needed to be good. I was definitely not competitive. I didn't want to make people upset and I did everything I could to create peace in my family. And to be good in my mind, I had to act good. So I needed to perform the correct way and I believed if I did all the right things on the outside, I'd be good on the inside and then my character would follow. Um, but that's actually the exact opposite of how it works, right? Our character and how we think produces what we do. Our character is our mental and moral qualities and the originality of our nature. So these are distinctive and unique to each of us. And when we're fully showing up 100% in our character, we are the same person in front of people as we are behind closed doors. I wanna show up here on this podcast the same as if you were to see me waiting forever at the DMV, disciplining my children, or stuck in traffic. Unshakable character is showing up consistently as the unique you God created. There's not very many people we can look to as a guide for this. In fact, there's only one. Can you guess who it is? Jesus. He had unshakable character. Being fully God and fully human obviously helped. But since as Christians, we're supposed to be mirroring who he is, it's important to familiarize ourselves with the characteristics that make his character. In the Old Testament, God's character was described as compassionate, gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love, and faithful. Sounds similar to the New Testament fruit of the Spirit, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Unshakable character is consistent throughout time and circumstances. But here's the challenge. As women, we can forget who we are. And I suppose, men, you as well can, right? We can tend to focus on everyone else, our spouse, our children, our coworkers, our family members, the government. It can feel more comfortable focusing on who others are 
more than who we are. So let me ask you this. Do you want unshakable character? The type of character that is steadfast and consistent, that makes you feel confident and powerful? Um, yeah, I sure do, because I know what it feels like to not have unshakable character. There was a time in my life when my character was lacking and not aligning with who God made me. And I was miserable, y'all. I was so critical of myself and others, harsh in the way I spoke, too independent, which led to pride, and self-centered in a specific way that I would actually just people-please to avoid conflict because I didn't want the conflict. And yes, that is being self-centered. I agreed to do things I didn't want to do and then became resentful, and I struggled with crippling anxiety actually throughout the day, which paralyzed me and limited what I could get done. It also became comfortable to maintain a sense of fear, more specifically, a fear of failure. So I did what any good perfectionist would do and held myself back from the opportunities I could fail at. That seems like a good solution, right? I didn't take chances, I didn't trust people, and yeah, this was me as a Christian. On the outside, you probably would have liked me and how I showed up to the world, but on the inside, I was actually very overwhelmed, and honestly, I was exhausted living like this. I felt tired a lot because I was pouring from an empty cup. Does this resonate with you? I knew Jesus loved me, but that wasn't the issue. The issue was me receiving his grace and also doing something about it. The process is never done. I will continually be re-reminding myself of his grace and forever developing my character to be more like Christ, which starts on the inside. So why does this all matter? Why is it important for you to not just be okay with your character right now and to just be a good person? I'm going to be real with you. There is not one person that has ever been created besides Jesus that doesn't need to actively mature their character. It doesn't matter their age, who they are. We all have to do this. Thankfully, character does not equal perfection. It means that we are consistently growing in a relationship with God. So we look more and more like Jesus on the inside and on the outside. It's kind of like those cute old couples that have been married forever and dress identical and walk and talk the same. They've literally morphed into each other because of the time they've spent together developing their relationship. We need to be that old cute couple with God where we morph into him. He sees our hearts and knows our efforts. He sees your heart right now. He does. And he longs for you to actively make edits in your heart to be more like him. If all that wasn't enough to convince you to work on your character, here are three reasons why godly character does matter. Reason number one, you want godly character is because it is the evidence of sincere faith. In Matthew 7, it says, a good tree produces good fruit, a bad tree produces bad fruit, a good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree, what can it produce? Good fruit. So take a minute and ask yourself, what type of fruit am I producing right now with my character? Here are some specific questions to ask yourself. Am I calm or am I anxious? Am I accepting or am I critical? Am I joyful or am I annoyed a lot? Am I grateful or am I entitled? These are some ideas to consider when thinking about the fruit in your life that you're producing. When we use words like fruit and giving our life to God, we are using the Christianese language that is translated to making our character like Jesus. So our outflow from the inside is honoring on the outside. 
I'm going to take a bold stand and say your character determines the trajectory of your eternity. So let me explain. Yes, believing in who Jesus is, is the first step, but it doesn't stop there. As my wonderful campus pastor, Pastor Anthony, regularly reminds our church, we must not just believe, but live our life in a way that points to Christ. We must stand out. We must be a light. We must be the salt. This activation looks differently for everyone though. And I'm learning that being activated, it looks different for me in different seasons. I'm learning what being activated looks like for me. And I can tell you that it looks messy at times and feels super uncomfortable, which are two things that I would rather avoid, but it is what it is. It feels like anxiety and fear, but really it's just anticipation and uncertainty. The newer way of who I want to be and the character I want to have has growing pains, but that's okay. Both ways are hard. I just get to choose the hard that creates the unshakable character. So reason number two you want godly character is because it produces hope in us and in others. In Romans it states, an endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation and this hope will not lead to disappointment. Hope will not disappoint us. Now sometimes we don't get what we hoped for, the specific way we wanted, but having hope is where the power is. I want you to get this, having the hope is where the power is. Are you hopeful right now? Possessing it is the key because with hope, no matter what happens, there is faith that God is gonna come through no matter what. Godly character produces hope when we are around other super awesome people who have godly character because they inspire us. And when I really work on developing godly character traits in myself, my hope is also inspired because I experience God's power at a new level because there is no way I can demonstrate consistent godly character without the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. The fruit in our lives can produce hope in others and the hope we already have can multiply within itself and build our capacity to endure what life throws at us. I'd say that the discomfort of working on our character, which ultimately produces hope, is worth it. All right, so here's the third reason that you want godly character, and it is because godly character draws unbelievers to Jesus. To summarize Matthew 5, 13 through 16, you are the salt of the earth and you are the light of the world. Y'all, it's time to get salty and lit up. Now, not in the world's definition, but how the Bible wants us to. Your quirkiness isn't a surprise to God. He made you that way. Be seen, be a light. Many of us would like to stay hidden though. I know for a long time, I absolutely wanted to stay hidden. I liked to stay hidden in the role of the wife, the mom, and the comfortable volunteer duties, instead of stepping out into what God was asking of me. It took time, talking with others, and doing a lot of internal work before I realized what my salty and lit up personality was. And it's still changing. There's a reason you're listening to this podcast right now. It's time to take a step in faith and show the world who God made you. Your brand is exactly what others need to see. I won't have the same effect on others like you do. If you have breath in your lungs, if you are alive, God is needing you to be salty and lit up, to be seen. Okay, so here's a refresher now of what I just covered about the three reasons you want godly character. It is the evidence of sincere faith. It produces hope in us and in others. 
and it draws unbelievers to Jesus, which is kind of the whole point, right? Building character is our responsibility. It's not an option. We must take the initiative to continually develop it. Check out next week's podcast, and I'm going to cover how to actually build that godly character. I don't want to just suggest that something that you should do without equipping you with the practical strategies and simple edits to build godly character. I will mention that one step of building godly character is making your world bigger. It's making your world bigger than your own thoughts and your opinions. And one way to do this is by regularly consuming new information. And since you're listening to a podcast, you're already doing that. So yay you. The next level is to read or listen to a book. The difference between podcasts and books is that the podcasts are great at like dipping in and out of topics quickly, whereas getting into a personal development book, you're going to do a deep dive into that information and allow your brain to take time to process everything that you're learning. Obviously, I love podcasts, but if you're wanting to take your learning and growth to the next level, but aren't sure of how to do it, the No Guilt Book Club is where it's at. Honestly, check the show notes to get more info about it. And until next time, keep making those small edits in life so you step into your potential.